This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaren.com. Today is January 27th, 2017. Doing something a little different for everybody who don't know. At the beginning of every Falcons football season, we have Falcons football week and we do a week full of podcasts sitting around our Atlanta Falcons. Since they're going to the Super Bowl, we had to take that concept and add it to the week before the Super Bowl, the week of the Super Bowl. So we're going to do Falcons Super Bowl week and we're going to have a week full of podcasts. And today's topic is the top 10 reasons why the Falcons are in the Super Bowl. And so I got Calhoun, Double R, and Art Chill with me. What's up, Art Chill? What's up? Calhoun? Rise up, baby. Double R? What's happening? All right, so we got a cast full. Let's start off, before we get to the top 10 reasons, we always do one of the things in Falcons football week, me and Double R do is our annual pick the rap Falcons record. I think this year I had them at 10 and 6. You had them at 9 and 7. We both had them going to the playoffs. But never in our wildest dreams did we think they would make it that far. So yeah. where was your turning point where you thought they could make it that far? I'll start with you, Double R. I'm going to say when we beat uh, we went up to Carolina and smashed them, I'm like, okay, we got a chance. We're looking pretty good here. Art Chill? Uh, it was a little bit later on for me, but it was after we beat Green Bay the first time. Calhoun? That was, that was a momentous one now. I think mine was, but I think you might have pumped me on the podcast me and Digital Darren, I think we said after the Broncos game, didn't we, D? Yeah. The Seahawks. I was like, we're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, we read, We both talked about that. We were doing our weekly podcast, Calhoun and myself, and we both, I think we said after the Broncos, that kind of, it got out of our antenna up, and if they repeated that performance in Seattle, we definitely were sold. And they went back and repeated that performance in Seattle, and Calhoun came right out and said, hey, Falcons are going to the Super Bowl. And I co-signed all the way. And so... And at first, Digital was like, on the Broncos podcast, you were like, you, what you thinking? You were like, don't drink the cooler. I was like, if they playing like this, we're going to the Super Bowl. Well, you know, we got... Yeah. Well, you know, we got 30 plus years of like, of premature ejaculation. So we had to hold our horses a little bit. You know, we over there, we wanted to go on and get it out and whip it out on them now, but you know how we play it. We got to slow play it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So... We did. I was itching though. I was already, I was already ready for the scene to shoot. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to. Yeah, like you said, I had to. I had to triple match the patience. Cause I mean, we started out five and zero. I think last last year, five and zero. So I mean, dude, one, one game, I need a bigger body of work. You know, that second half, I had to see something in the second half. Exactly. I, I thought we was gonna be downhill because we lost the first game to the Bucks. But when we came back. And we went to L.A. Because that's when we first started. So we went to Oakland. We beat the Raiders. Then we blew out the Saints. So he was like, that's a primetime game. They don't show up in New Orleans. And then when they went and kicked the Panthers' ass, and Matt Ryan threw for the 500, who deal for the three. And we went to the Broncos. That's when I was like, we're going to the Super Bowl. 
was doing too much. I was like, they going. I went Calhoun when they kicked the Broncos. I like, okay, we doing something. But when we came back and lost to San Diego, I like, oh man, I hope these ain't the same old Falcons that let me down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were going around too. They proved me wrong. <laughs> and I'm glad. That's so impressive because they had the hardest schedule. So like right now, bullshit networks is talking shit about. Well, they ain't beat no one in the last because you know the last couple of games was the 49ers and the Rams. But if you look at the first eight, nine weeks, the teams we were beating, we kicked everybody ass. Yeah, so that's kind of the big overall point. Like, the Falcons didn't have – they had squeakers, of course, like the Green Bay was a squeaker. But you remember me and you talked about, like, real wins, real losses in either or games. You know, we don't talk about that kind of offline before. Like, all the Falcons' wins minus the Green Bay win is pretty much a real win. And the only real loss was pretty much the Philadelphia that game. And that was just – again. That turned out to be an outlier more so than who they really were. So let's go on and get started. We all agree that the Falcons had such a great year this year. This has been, and real quickly, has this been the best year ever in Falcons season, in Falcons football history? Uh, I guess so. You can say that. The best year, well, offensive. It's best, I think it's the best offensive team I've seen out of Falcon history. No. You don't think so? No, no, I don't think it's been the best year of Falcon football. That 98 motherfucker was amazing. Okay. So, what? Man, that 98 team was. That mother 98 team was a motherfucker. When, I, when we seen that, you thought we literally was going to win everything. That shit was amazing. So what's the, okay? So what's the difference between that nine eighteen and this team in your eyes? It's constructed totally different. That was a more complete team. We had almost a two thousand yard runner because Jamal had eighteen hundred and some change. You had a four thousand yard quarterback. You had two one thousand yard wide receivers. You had the top four five defense with Chuck Smith and Bennett and Togle. And Brave Buchanan, Eugene Robson, that team was loaded from top to bottom. That team was complete. We know what problems. I said, I wouldn't say they were loaded. I just said they had good starters on defense. All right, Chill, what's your thoughts on that 98 team versus this team? Yeah, you know, I, I love the, that 98 team, but uh, I, I never liked Chris Chandler. <laughs> I don't know why. I just didn't like that guy, man. I always thought we had, you know, I, I just think, I guess, he kind of made some, some, some crazy decisions from time to time. But I, I still believe that that was a, a a more magical season than the one that we have now. I think we kind of flew under the radar this year, and people just, like, we've all kind of, you know, even the fans had out, you know, because uh, there's not, like, a lot of hype. There wasn't a lot of hype surrounding the team until we got here in the playoffs and we won a couple of big games. You know, there's no Dirty Bird, you know, no songs, none of that stuff is going on. Yeah, that shit was magical, man. Man, they, they flew out on the radar too, though. Not like this. Like, no one saw this coming. And after that- preseason, we really didn't. My record, y'all had a much better outlook than I had. Like you said, Digital Down, you did go 10 and 6. Now, RTR was 9-7. I thought it was going to go 6-7 and seven or 7-9. Seven and nine. 
Because after last year, and after looking at them in preseason, they didn't give me nothing to think that we was going to do what we're doing now, let alone going to the Super Bowl. I thought we was in a rebuilding year. Think about this. We have, what, seven starters on defense that's either rookies or second-year players. Like, the process is very much faster than what I thought. And that's a good segue into us getting started about the top ten reasons why the Falcons made the Super Bowl. So how we're going to do this is we're going to go – so we're going to go – I'm going to start off. We're going to end with Calhoun. So it's going to go Digital Darren, Double R, Art Chill, Calhoun, and then we're going to go reverse the other way. Okay. So we can pick the top ten reasons. So I go – I think the number ten reason – we're going to talk about it too. So I think the number ten reason why the Falcons are in the Super Bowl – is because bam the play of our wide receivers that's a good one our wide receivers not named Julio Jones okay so I think that Matt Ryan and we've talked about this before I think that Matt Ryan is more dangerous when he's not going to Julio Jones we got into that habit against Philadelphia where they forced the ball to Julio Jones and we saw where it got us but everybody talking about how great a game Julio had in the NFC Championship against Green Bay. Matt Ryan was striking way before he even threw the ball to Julio. So if he was 11 for 12, Julio may have got one pass. And he was hitting Tololo. He was hitting Sanu. He hit Gabriel, even though Gabriel dropped it. He hit Algie Robinson in the hands. He dropped him one. He hit, um, he hit a couple of more people. He hit Hopper, Hooper. He hit a lot of people. And like when he's throwing to other people not named Julio Jones, the Falcons are, oh, shit, we can, they cannot be stopped. So I think that I, my number 10, the number 10 reason I see the Falcons going to the Super Bowl is because the second, the receivers stepped up and played well. Damn, good point. Great one. Number nine, double R. Number nine, I'm going to say that the reason why the Falcons go to the Super Bowl, it's not a sexy pick. Nobody might not pick this guy. But to me, he's the reason. Mr. Alex Max. He was we needed a center. We didn't have Mr. Joe Holly who's around here trying to be a tough guy getting tossed out the game and what's the other center name? The black guy. We had to cut him too. Purse Pearson and we had that nigga. I forgot that nigga name. He he wouldn't work remember. Stone. His name was Stone. Yeah, Stone. I'm glad we got rid of them. We got a real center by Mr. Mack. He come down and tell it, help everybody out on the blitz pickup. And he gave Matt Ryan enough time to define the receivers, like Mr. Walter said, who we need different receivers. And we don't have to play Tololo as, uh, at tackle anymore. So Alex Mack was a big pickup, and he helped us get to the Super Bowl. I want to go back to our preseason thing. Art Chill said – when we were doing the preseason from a Falcons fan standpoint, the people to watch are the line. He said that's who he had his eyes on, the line. And we all talk about everybody says, yeah, center makes a difference. But I think nobody in the wildest dreams would have thought a center would have made that big of a difference. Not even Alex Mack. So, Calhoun, did you see Alex Mack making that big of a difference? Not like this. I saw him making a difference. Not like, not like he used stand out. Like he stand out almost like a position player. The only reason why Julio having the year he's having because of Alex Matt. The only reason why Matt Ryan is going to win the MVP is because of Alex Matt. The only reason why Devontae Freeman and T. 
Tevin Coleman is doing with it is Alex Mack. The only reason why the defense off is Alex Mack. All right, Chill, what's your thoughts on Alex Mack? Yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest with you, on my, my list of reasons, I got him all the way up to number two. Yeah. It's kind of for the reasons, it's for the reasons that, that Calhoun just said. I mean, basically, we got a record-breaking offense, record-breaking season, and I think he is the big, he is the key. It's like everything is predicated off uh, the offensive line play. So, you know, all of this success, you know, they never get credit for it, but I believe we got a lot to do with that because, you know, think about it, all the years that we've been talking fans, right? And uh, <clears throat> we watched Matt Ryan be jittery and skittish in the pocket because he didn't trust his line because he didn't have time. You know, and he, he got a lot of facts in there. And, and, you know, last year, you know, he was making, he was throwing a lot of interceptions and stuff. And I, I really feel like it was because he didn't have confidence in his line. But, so I, I had that as much higher, you know, but, uh, He's definitely, uh, he's definitely a key. All right, Arthur Chia, you come up, you number, you up next. What's the number eight reason the Falcons in the Super Bowl? Uh, I got that uh, as uh, the offense is pickups with uh, uh, Sanu, Gabriel, uh, Freeney, and Alex Mack. So it's just the offseason work that they did. You uh, know, this is quiet uh, that town. Who's the most important off-season pickup in your eyes, Archie? Uh, what I've been saying all year, Alex Mack. <laughs> Alex Mack. And uh, I think with, it, with the other pickup, uh, that's what gave us that depth for the wide receiver uh, position so that we could do things, you know, uh, and not just be hyper-focused on, on Julio. And uh, I think Freeman, had a very big impact on Vic Beagle Jr., you know, helping him lead the lead in fact. Man, you know, you got, I got to go back to Mac, Alice Mack. But I think the second uh, good pickup was, and nobody knows, Mr. Taylor Gabriel. We got him with coming out of preseason when the Browns cut him. I think that was a good pickup for a great pickup for our offense. Calhoun? I agree with them. I think Alex Mack, hands down. But I think the second one is what Art just said. Chill just said. That Dwight Freeney is the reason why that line is playing like that line is playing. Rasheed Hagerman wasn't bust. Vic Beasley was on the verge of being a bust. We wasn't getting nothing else out of Babano. We wasn't getting that out of Brooks Reed. You could tell Dwight Freeney is making a difference on that team. It's not even on his field, on the field play. It's what he's doing on the field. Cox couldn't get nothing out of none of them boys. Cox been here. Our line has not been nothing. We had 19 sacks last year. Was it 19 or 18? And Vic Beasley almost had that this year by himself. That's a testament not to Brian Cox. That's to Dwight Freeman putting his imprint on the defense. <laughs> All right. Calhoun, what's the number seven reason why the Falcons in the Super Bowl? Well, when you have great minds on the show, you tend to read each other's thought and chills took mine. I was going to say the front office, but I think I'll be doing the same thing twice, right? Because it is a front office. Well, I mean, he talks specifically to free agents, so, you know, there's other parts of the front office. I mean, there's other parts of the team besides free agents, so. The front office did a hell of a job, and as much as I hate 
that son of a bitch cocksucker Thomas Dimitrov. <laughs> I can't hate on what him and Pioli, Arthur Blaine, Rich McKay. I cannot hate on what they did on season. We talk about who they brought in with the Taylor Gabriels and Alex Smith. Let's talk about Keanu Neal. Let's talk about Debo, Deion Jones. We have some rookies. Arthur Blaine said, I want three rookies out this draft that started. We have more than three. We have four or five. Brian Poole? Poole? Where did he even come from out of nowhere out of Florida? And he hit just like Keanu Neal. I don't know what they're drinking down now. Keep drinking. But between that and between them getting on, on point with the coaching, between the free agent pickups, the front office is the reason why we're going. It's amazing what they've done in such a little time. In two years, this team is night and day from last year to this year. Because this schedule with that team last year, I don't think we win three games. And I don't know what happened or what turned on. Between the free agent uh, acquisitions and the draft, we, we're a Super Bowl team. All right. Calhoun, you right back up again with the number six reason why the Falcons going to the Super Bowl. Culture. The culture is outstanding. We all wanted to run Kyle Shanahan out of time. We was going to hang him like he was like he was a black man in Mississippi in 1805. And now here we are raising him, praising him on high. Dan Quinn, second-year coach, looking like a vet. I mean, they showing up and showing up. Raheem Morris went from defense his whole career. From a from a defensive coordinator, cornerbacks coach, defense coordinator, head coach, back to the defense. Now he's the wide receiver coach. I mean, you're lower than top to bottom. They're scared of Shanahan Lee, who he's taking from the staff, because there's so many of them you can take from that staff. Our defense is finally coming along because of the coach. They're just not playing that zone. You seen against Green Bay, they were doing some man. They were doing some blitzing. The culture staff has really wowed me this year. It's the culture. Art Chill, what culture? What coach stands out to you the most this year? Is it Shanahan, or, is, or would you have your eyes on somebody else? Uh, I kind of look at the group, uh, kind of collectively, uh, kind of like uh, you know, Calvin uh, just alluded to. You know, you got some so many key people in key places. Uh, so, the wide receiver uh, group is playing lights out. And it's kind of crazy that you would think that a defensive-minded coach could have a group playing that well. It's like if you look around the league, you don't see a group of uh, wide receivers playing that well. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Kyle Shanahan, game, game in and game out, man. I mean, like nobody can stop your offense. That, that's, that's, it's insane. It's insane. You know, like, I don't know what the, uh, the stat is. I think we got like eight games or something like that in a row where we come out on the opening drive and score a touchdown. Uh, I, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't just, uh, I can't pick one because I kind of think that they all kind of work off of each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, Art is your goal. What's the number six? What's the number five reason why the Falcons are in the Super Bowl? Uh, I got that in, in depth. Mm. Uh, we got a lot of depth, um, especially on the offensive side of the ball. We got two three Pro Bowl caliber uh, running backs uh, that kind of, you know, they, they jump up on you, they double team you, you know, hit you with the power, the speed, they catch balls like crazy. Um, 
in the wide receiver core. I mean, in the receiver core, um, the receiving game, passing game is bananas. Uh, you know, Matt Ryan is uh, going to test down to like 13 people or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and I, I heard one stat where he's like going to, I think like 10 or 11 people, he's going to test down to. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, that's, that's crazy because I, how many, uh, you know, receivers and, and, and uh, and tight ends that you typically have on a roster period, you know. Um, and even on the defensive side, you know, uh, you know, we started out the year, you know, I think we had like our, our like five, uh, five of our linebackers, you know, get hit with injuries. And, and I think that's what kind of, uh, catapulted a lot of the rookies and stuff like that in the starter. Um, but I, I was thinking we're a really deep team. Mm-hmm. I think that's a large part of the reason why we get this. Double R, what position do you think we deep is at? Probably gonna say the D line because they ro- they rotate linemen in and out on our defensive line. They have uh, different little packages. So, Calhoun, what uh, position you think we deep is at? That's interesting. He said that because that's true. Uh, I know a lot of people are gonna say the wide receivers because they are deep as hell at wide receiver, but. As far as deep and talent as wide receiver, but that linebacking core is deep as hell. We lost Sean Witherspoon this year. We didn't miss a beat. Reynolds come in, and Reynolds look just like them. Reynolds look just like Devontae Campbell. He looks just like Deion Jones. I mean, our linebacking core is deep as hell. We, look, we said how our star was Paul Warlow last year. He's on the bench. Yeah, Paul Warlow don't even get on the field no more. Yeah, he came in at the end yesterday. That's how deep our bench. He played this year when, when uh, both of them went down. Deion Jones and DeAndre Campbell. We went out. I think it was Seattle game. They both was out. So our linebacking core is deep. I think and they for, are fast and physical. <laughs> I think that a position that gets overlooked is running back. Remember, Tevin Coleman got hurt. Ward came in and filled in just nice. We got. Um, Devontae. So I think even though we don't have as many running backs on the roster, all the running backs are top quality. I think you're getting a B or better for whoever whoever's played running back this year for us. So hell of a call on that depth. Uh, chill, because we just named four different positions, four different groups in this deep, and all of them are deep. I didn't even think about the running backs. You're right, because Devon, because Coleman and Freeman was out one game, and Wall came in. And he had like 80 yards or something. Like, he had a good game. The Green Bay game. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. That's true, did. Yeah. So, Double R, what's the number four reason for the Falcons going to the Super Bowl? Man, I'm going to have an echo. I think either Chill said or Calhoun, but bringing in Freeney. We're bringing in Freeney, the veteran. He made it click for Big Bees. I don't know what he showed or what he done with him. Big Bees is turned all the way around. So you said the number four reason is Vic Beasley. Oh yes. Okay. All right. Go on and explain why you said it. Vic Beasley, what he had? One and a half sack. Man, they were, they were talking about Vic Beasley last year so bad they wanted him out of here, and he turned it all the way around. How many sacks he end up with? He almost led the league in sacks this year. Fifteen and a half. He led the league with fifteen and a half, and he had six strip, six uh, strip fumble, uh, fumble. Vic Beasley ball out. He might be the MVP on defense now. They didn't. They didn't give it to him. They gave it to Matt, but he should have been defensive player of the year. 
Man, Big Beasley ball this year. I, I didn't even see that coming. I didn't see it either. So let me ask you this on a scale of one to ten, Double How much did that surprise you? Ten. <laughs> I thought Big Beasley would go take a. I thought if he would have had four sacks this year, I was like, okay, he's coming along. I thought it was going to be a slow process with him. Calhoun, on a scale of one to ten, how surprised you with Beasley? Surprised if Beasley's I am with the whole team in, in its totality. I I would have I was one of the motherfucker that was saying he's a bust because he didn't do shit last year. And I remember the first game, Tom Bay, remember he didn't have a tackle at all. We was like, here we go with this shit again. True. Fifteen and a half sacks. If he would have had seven sacks, I would have thought he was doing good. I gotta say ten. Long story short, I'm that much surprised. I didn't see that coming at all. I'm going to wrap up with Art Chill for this because in our preseason podcast, go back and check that out too. Art, Art Chill is like the player who needs to step up is Vic Beasley. So don't think I forgot you said that, Art Chill. So you already had your, you already profit in predicting that he was be one of the linchpins of the season and the catalyst of this season. So how surprised are you that you seen him turn the corner? I'm still like, uh, I'm still, uh, I'm at a nine too because even though um, that's what we, I feel like needed to happen. I mean, I mean, fifteen and a half sacks is, is crazy that, uh, coming from where he was. Because where was he last year? Like he led the team, but I think he had like four sacks. Yeah, he only had four. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, fifteen. I just didn't see happening. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah, I'm at a nine on that. All right. So as my go, the number three reason for the Falcons' success, and I think this will be the first one that really doesn't involve the Falcons, I think the NFC. I think as the season progressed along, one of our main themes was that, and we would talk about it amongst each other in texts and just when we talked to each other, that the NFC wasn't super strong this year. And, you know, one of the things we said was that nobody has to feel the Falcons, but on the flip side, the Falcons shouldn't feel nobody. And with our offense playing the way our offense is and our defense improving seemingly week after week after week, we didn't have to, it wasn't that one team we need to be scared of, like um, Seattle the past two or three years, Green Bay probably before that, the Cowboys in the 90s or whatever. It wasn't that one team that was like, oh, shit. We gotta we gotta worry about them when we run up on them. Yeah, we were a little worried about Aaron Rodgers just because he was playing hot, but the way we were playing, we knew we could score with him or whatever. So for me, it was just the overall I don't know if it's the lack of the strength of the NLC or that the Falcons are just the just like Calhoun said, they just shot up to the elite comp- level that quickly. But just the other teams in the NLC, that's another reason why I think that's the number three reason I think the Falcons are on their way to the Super Bowl. You hit it right on the nail on the head. Uh, yeah, I, I got a different viewpoint, you know, because I feel like the NFC is stronger than the AFC. And um, mm-hmm. I, I really feel like we just got more uh, talent, you know, because uh, even if uh, a Saints team is having a down year, you know, uh, Drew Brees could still beat the best team. Cam Newton could still beat the best team. James Winston's coming up, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and then you got freaking Detroit having a making noise, and you got Minnesota doing scaring people. Uh, and then I look at the flip side, and I look at like you know, New England, 
And I'm like, okay, yeah, they're in the AFC Championship. You know, okay, they're in the Super Bowl. But who have they played? You know, they, they play uh, Matt Moore and, 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 and uh, Tyrod Taylor and whoever the Jets tried out. And, and, and Fitzpatrick, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. talking about in an easy division. Yeah. And then they really don't play. So, you know, you kind of wonder how the Patriots are so successful year after year after year. And then you start to think about it like, okay, they in a weak division. Like, the best quarterback that they ever had to face was like Matt Sanchez, you know, in a division, you know, or Chad Pennington. Or That's a great point. That's a great point. But, but yeah, I really feel like the NFC, I actually feel like the NFC is stronger than, than the AFC. Um, you know, but that's just my opinion. Like, you're right, we did have a down year. Um, I think we kind of did it for that, but then again, you know, I, I think we did our thing. I'm with you. I, I don't, it wasn't a, a cakewalk in the NFC. We had the hardest schedule for a reason, and he named the team. And the teams he didn't, he didn't name was the Cowboys, who raised hell. And still are good, and the Giants who came around. Now some of them fizzled out because remember the first six, seven weeks Minnesota was kicking ass and taking names, and they fizzled out. Uh, Seattle came on. You had uh, a, a Philly fizzled out, but they was dominant. But nah, and then James Winston was in the playoff run until the last two weeks. Now they was in a wild card and ended up losing. So, no, and Detroit came back into the, the scene. I don't think it because it was a cake, the NFC. I think we make it look like that. Now, you're right when we say we ain't scared of no one and no one should be scared of us, but we ain't scared of no one either because of how we were looking. But I don't think because the NFC had a down here. The same people who come to the party to dance came to dance. That's Green Bay and Seattle. These years come to dance, they dancing. And the Giants, all them was just still in the playoffs. And now your newcomers was Dallas, who really had a game plan to kick ass. And we didn't have no faith in Detroit, but Detroit raised the hell that they needed to raise. So I don't think it was weak at all. I think we were just that good. Okay. Double R, give us the number two reason why the Falcons in the Super Bowl. Matt Ryan. <laughs> Damn it. Do I need to say more? You had a, a year like last year, you had to come back because everybody ready to run him out of town, too. I was ready to put him and Big B's name on the boat, send them both out of here. I, I think I told him, I tell you, uh, this double, uh, this or there, I said, Falcon like they ain't gonna win, man. They may well trade Matt Ryan, just, just scrap this. It's, it ain't working. He come back, prove me wrong. Trust me, we're gonna have a lot on Matt Ryan this week for the podcast. For our different podcasts. I think one of them is going to be one. Trust me, we're going to have a lot on Matt Ryan this week. So I do want to get everybody's thoughts on Matt Ryan, but not spend too much time because we're going to spend enough time on him in another podcast this week. So, Art Chill, real quick, what's your thoughts on him? Yeah, uh, he elevated his play. I mean, he's played better this year than he's ever played, uh, you know. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, definitely he deserves to be up there. Calhoun? I think it was no doubt that was going to be my number one reason why the Falcons are in the playoffs. I come up with something else. That, but he is the reason why the Falcons are in the Super Bowl. He is the reason why the record is what it is. And I'm happy because I'm one of the few motherfuckers who never said to trade or let Matt Ryan go. I always said it because my whole thing was who you going to get. 
but his his play is elevated to elite status. Like when you bring up those Rodgers, Brady's, and Brees, now you got to bring up Ryan, and he's in the mix. He this was his year, and I keep it short since we're gonna have some more on him. But I say this: as far as Falcon quarterback goes, he's the goat. There hasn't been a better quarterback than Matt Ryan. They ever put on the black and the red. Man, don't say that. That's true. All right, Art Chia, give us the number one reason why the Falcons in the Super Bowl. You skipped me, man. Right. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, hey, we already know what yours was, and, and I actually agree with you. I had, I had Matt Ryan, but since we got him at number two, I'm going to say the number one reason why the Falcons are in the Super Bowl is because of our offensive coordinator, uh, Kyle Shanahan. And I'm actually going to combine that with the O-line, the offensive line. Okay. Can I get that on that and say, well, go ahead, Sean. Right. Oh, okay. I was just saying uh, it was just a combination of the two. You know, the elevated line play uh, that made the offense click and the play call. My last one's going to be brotherhood. That mindset they have. Since we can't say Matt Ryan, it's the mindset. They really have bought into what Dan Quinn has been preaching. That brotherhood stuff. They buy it's hook, line, and sinker, man. They play like they rough and regular. You see the mindset of this team? I haven't seen a team this physical since Jesse Tuggle and Scott Case. They pop when they hit. Y'all notice that? Oh, yeah, you can't miss it. Neil, <laughs> them boys ain't playing. Debo, Campbell, B, they, when they run up on you, you know you hit. Jalen Collins laid Jameis Winston out on that Thursday night game on that sideline. And Jalen Collins not waiting there but 180 pounds looked like. He pulled up and popped his ass. And that's what they all do. Shit, Ricardo Allen come down to hit. That's the same we'll have from, uh, what's the one, um, the back of safety who we lost. No one talking about the dreads. Who had came and filled in. He was playing safety and he was playing linebacker. I know you tell me I just can't uh, think of his name. Uh, you know what I'm talking about you. I, I can't remember his name either. I'm trying to think. I can't. What beast though? What's his name? What he hurt his back or something or his shoulder? So he been out the whole time. He been out for a while now because that's who went to Denver because uh, he, he was hurt. That's who started for Keanu Neal the first few games when Keanu Neal was hurt. Oh, Golson. No, not Golson. You know, they cut him. But that's the one game. Yeah, I mean, like, it's unbelievable what we've been doing. And that mindset, they have totally bought into. So I got to say the mindset. All right. Well, that's our top 10 reasons why the Falcons made it to the Super Bowl. Um, let us either email us at digital, D I G I T A L, Darren, D A R O N, at gmail.com and let us know what your reasons are for the Falcons making it to the Super Bowl. We'll have some free T-shirts. Kamel Ishmael. Sorry. Kamel Ishmael. Oh, Ishmael. Yeah, Ishmael, yeah. Ishmael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ishmael is popping people back there. Yeah. He ain't playing live and play linebacker. And we have some Yeah, boy. He was he was getting it in until he got hurt. And I said that I hate that cut you off just then. 
when they talk about all this bullshit with the Patriots coming up and who's hurt, remember this name also? And we, we, you might have forgot this name. Our big, our offseason signage besides Matt was remember Derek Shelby? No, no. Shelby play. The DN that came from Miami who we signed. I guess he didn't do too much. I don't remember. He got hurt. He went on our But that just speaks towards the depth and what our chill was saying earlier. Alright, that's been our top 10 reasons why the Falcons made it to the Super Bowl. Email us at digital D-I-G-I-T-A-L Darren D-A-R-O-N at gmail.com and let us know your reasons for the Super Bowl. We'll send y'all a free t-shirt and we got a couple other prizes we'll give away. This is starting off our, this is one of the podcasts for our Falcons Super Bowl week. Make a, make sure to check out the other podcasts. We're going to do a Super Bowl preview boxing style. We're going to do some other more fun podcasts. We're going to do what do we do with the people from Atlanta who are going against the Falcons. We're going to do a lot of fun podcasts this week. Thank you guys for listening. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend.